Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast. We we uh. <laughs> all right. Yeah. What a way to start the year. Twenty twenty three. Where we talk toys and everything pop culture. Hey, happy new year, everyone. Twenty twenty three. Great to be here. Are you, are you still celebrating? Is that why you're well, off? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sober. I'm totally... <laughs> haven't had a drink all day. Um, welcome in. Hey, this is episode 294. It is a bumper episode today as we look at the year in review 2022 mm-hmm. and all the toy awards that have been submitted by everyone. So we're going to go through that. But before we do, going around the room, welcome back, Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hello, hello. And Scotty. Hello there. Great to have you here and all made it through. The, the festive season. The Christmas times. And the New Year's. How, okay, now let's just go around the room. Bedtimes on the 31st of December. I hit 10 o'clock. I made it to 10 p.m. And I was absolutely shattered. Can anyone beat, <laughs> can anyone beat that? I, <laughs> I, I saw the uh, 12.01 type, you know, midnight and 12.01. And I think I was in bed by 12.02. Right. So, <laughs> you did it? Yeah, did yeah, one, yeah, ten, yeah, it's got ten, the lead. 10.30 for me. I, I, well, I was in bed at 10.30. I'd have trouble sleeping these days because I'm old. So um, I think I was awake at about 11 and could hear the, the yobbos down the street with their fireworks. And I'm like, oh, that's enough for me. Yep. Go to sleep. <laughs> I made it to 11. Had a afternoon snooze from 11 to 12. Woke up to the fireworks yeah. uh, and immediately went to bed straight afterwards. <laughs> nice. There it is. There it is. Getting old. I will say I stood on the balcony. I've got the, the, the pleasure of standing on the balcony of my house and looking out to a park where people illegally set sure. off fireworks. Right. Um, so I was standing there in my jocks because I was prepared to go to bed. I had made myself completely <laughs> ready to go to bed. So there was no downtime walking from fireworks into snooze mode. Wow. That's a, that's a way to send off the, the old year. Sure. And I sleep uh, naked undies too. Fire, undies, fireworks. <laughs> you got, Could have been you got dressed up for the fireworks. Very different set of fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're going to start this off. Ben, you've put together some little some numbers. Yeah, some numbers so about twenty twenty two. I like always like to look back at uh, Toy Power in itself for what we achieved in twenty twenty two. So I look back at what Toy Power podcast achieved in twenty twenty two. We released forty eight brand new episodes, including our milestone two hundred and fiftieth episode, which was amazing. We had uh, two live shows in that time, yeah, the two hundred and fiftieth and the two hundred and seventy fifth. And we sort of, uh, you know, don't hold us to this, but we sort of plan every 25 episodes to do a live event. So, um, yeah, so bring on the 300th, I say. Yeah. Uh, so we plus we uh, reissued two episodes from the archives because we were busy with stuff. So, yeah. Uh, we had a few interstate visitors visit us and spend significant time with us too. That being Chris Fresh, Dirty Uncle Mitch, and of course, Matt Tilio. Tilio. Amazing. Tilio. Uh, so absolutely amazing. So we had some on-show guests. Uh, these is included uh, Davey Damaged, Colin Betts, Chris Fresh, Dirty Uncle Mitch, Rob McCallum, 
Dex Troyer, uh, Matt Teal, Ben Rosenthal, Sam Cripps, Scotty the Toy Hunter, Brett Owen, Emily Lind, John Caulfield, and of course, wrapping up the year was Malcolm Hobbs. Fantastic. Thank you for everyone for guesting on. It's fantastic to have everyone come on the show. So thank you so much. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And we also had an awesome new submission for our cover art Mm. that we've, uh, you know, gone and used uh, for everything. And that was art was done by the amazing Have. So thank you, Have. Yes, well done. Uh, That was just fantastic. Scott Mahenna officially joined us as our producer and what a fantastic job he has done. So a bit of a round of applause. Thank you, Scott. Uh, You continue to come up with some amazing ideas. Before you uh, go anywhere, Ben, I need to point out that I'm still a active paying Patreon. Oh, right. So that actually makes me an executive producer. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. He's investing his own money into this show. I'll just just email the the guy that's doing the yellow emblem for your uh, desk and uh, get him to add that. He's going to come in with one of those scrapers and just take the old one off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so and now now we're on to the um, the voting. So I look back on the year that was with our, uh, what our Patreons voted for as well as what our social media fans voted for as the 2022 Darren Philcell Toy of the Year. So we've got a few categories. We've done them for the last four or five years. We've yep. modified them a little bit. There are what twelve categories in here this year. Uh, so um, let's get it started. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the very first category we have here today. So we do a couple of non-toy related things, but stuff we still like to talk about on this show. The best TV show for 2022. Now, uh, we've been uh, put this stuff out to our Patreon. So a lot of the, you're going to hear a lot of names repeated and some of their choices. Uh, we're just going to run through these yes, yep. just to see what some of the fans had to say. So uh, Matt Tilo says Star Wars Andor for him. Uh, Jay Harps also went Star Wars, but went with Obi-Wan, um, which is interesting. Uh, Have said Severance, uh, great show on Apple TV. Uh, Trenton Jones, it's a draw between Peacemaker and Moon Knight. Ah, yes. Didn't know anything about either character, but couldn't stop watching once I did, which is always a good sign. Don Blanco with Yellowstone, BC Talk, uh, shouted out a few, but in the end went with Stranger Things. Yep, good call. Um, yep. Another good call. Depart Toys said Andor. Maniacal Malcolm went with Peacemaker, closely followed by Andor and Obi-Wan. Does 10, Peacemaker in a no contest. I mean, he loves his wrestling, so that's a little bit biased. Um, Nick... Uh, Nick... Greens. Yes, went with Obi Wan. And what else we got? John Caulfield with Reacher. Is that the Jack Reacher? Yes. Yeah, yeah, very that cool. Was good. Yes, yeah, very I've just good. started yeah. that new season. Actually, it was a great, it's a great show. He, it's uh, Dove, Dove, the guy that played Dove, is Reacher Jack Reacher in that show. Right. He's, yeah, he's from Titans. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Very yep. cool. Very cool. F- fits in perfectly. He's yeah. a unit. That thing. He is. Oh, he is. Massive. He, yeah, he's a, boy. Yeah. <laughs> he towers over Tom Cruise. <laughs> 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 Uh, Captain Wow also went with Severance. Uh, Dirty Uncle Mitch says Peacemaker. So much fun and it was a massive surprise. And let's not forget how perfect that intro was. Yes. Could not agree more. Uh, Fresh went with the Guardians Christmas Holiday Special. Nice. Nice, funny and heartwarming. Colin Betts said Sandman. Now that's one of those ones I'd forgotten about because it was so early in 2022. Um, And Brett Owens also went with Andor. So a lot of Star Wars in there. Um, let's start our votes around the room here. Scotty, 
what was your favourite TV show? Well, I'm going to I'm going to announce my runner-up, which was my winner from last year, Yellowstone. Nice. Yes, Kevin yep. Costner's um, magnificent program just finished. Uh, we're halfway through the fifth season at the moment, and it's gripping. It is literally Monday night television, yep. yeah. week in week out. Uh, however, my winner this year, a little left of field, I have chosen John Oliver's Last Week Tonight. Oh, great show! So Love clever, it. so informative. Long style journalism, yep. funny as hell. Okay, yeah. yep. absolutely amazing. Uh, it is Monday night. We get it here in Australia. It is the first program we put on. When Often we a very good test of what wins yep. the category. Yep. yep. Um, runner up for me, Severance. Loved the show. Loved the quirkiness of it. I thought it was fantastic. But the winner, of House of the Dragon, the Ooh, Game of Thrones yeah, spin off. Okay. Made a little better by watching that every week with a group of friends okay. that we got together. Funnily enough, got to the end and we managed to sort of catch up to the point where they were releasing the final episode live. So we watched that pretty much the day after. Mm. Then we realised, someone's like, you know, we missed a whole episode. (laughs) So we we, we just totally skipped something like episode eight. So without too many spoilers, the king went from like kind of being decrepit to just being dead and I missed that whole part where his face collapses because he's got he's got sort of uh, the, I don't know what it is when leprosy or something where he starts you know losing gout and gout yeah. gout in the face so I have to oh, go wonderful gout in the face but I think that heightened it because there were yeah. just so many epic moments yep. in that show where you're just screaming out loud and some absolute comedic gold as well in mm. there so yeah nice. loved it fantastic I my vote's Sandman uh, I, that was amazing just the uh, little short stories in it and things it was just so different I went in knowing nothing about the character and stuff and uh, came out absolutely loving it so well done yeah mm. anything like that gets a huge nod of my respect yeah uh, my runner up is going to be Peacemaker and yep. only just just because it was Again, you, you sort of knew what you were getting going in. It was James Gunn. We'd seen Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad movie. But to see John Cena have the acting chops to to pull that off and, and carry a whole show, wonderful. Um, but it has to go to Stranger Things for me. That was, you know, to that point of when's the next episode, when's the next episode. Every Wednesday night or whatever night it come out, we're like, Jack, you are going to bed early because <laughs> yep. you have to be asleep by this time. It's ha- and for a show that after four seasons, you would think it sort of played out all its tricks, still kept finding ways to make you go, oh my God, they've, they've just elevated. And, you know, a lot of shows by season four tend to sort of have a dip or yep. a flat line. Yep, but they did. They kept kept it going. Very Moving good. forward. Hey, uh, our next category is Best Movies of 2022. And Maddie Till starts us off. He recommends Top Gun Maverick. Great film, by the way. Jay Harps, Black Panther 2. Have was a big fan of The Batman. Trent Jones, Slumberland. It's a Jason okay. Momoa film on oh, yeah. Netflix. Don Blanco, big fan of Top Gun Maverick. BC Talk shouts out a whole stack of things, but ultimately Batman was his choice. Same with Depart Toys, liked the Batman also. Maniacal Malcolm, huge fan of Dune, and quite a few of us here in the room, big fans of Dune, anticipating the sequel coming up. Does Tan Weird Al, the uh, Weird Al Yankovic story with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. I'm I'm, I'm keen to find that and and, and watch that myself. I think it'll be a wonderful watch. Mm. Nikki G, uh, Maverick was his runner-up. Avatar, The Way of Water, and Batman were shout-outs for him. Jordan Caulfield likes the Batman also. Another vote for Top Gun from Captain Wow. Also Dirty Uncle Mitch with Top Gun. 
Batman for Fresh, Colin Betts, he has chosen the Werewolf by Night, nice. which yep. I think it's a bit of a movie. It's a very long television program, but... It's 40, 45 minutes, yeah. is that right? It's like Doesn't those old kind of TV movies. movies. Yeah, yeah. I thought it had, I had a real movie feel to it. Definitely. Yes. 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 I still yes. like oh, a TV program. So, uh, we'll put an asterisk next to that one. That, one, that, one, that gets a tick. <laughs> Brett Owens, big fan of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. I, I love Juno. I don't know when that came out i know yeah it was definitely streamed 2022 so a notable mention because that is just an exceptional Mm. film and sound engineering is out of this world when you delve into that and how they came up with that oh we've lost spidey spidey uh, there might be a few fallies this episode i've been reorganizing my marvel legends and uh, i'm not convinced particularly in the wonderful january heat we have in australia how many of them will uh will stay standing so Mm. That was, I think, the first edition Spider-Man. So, yes, that you know. was uh, Toy Biz Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, that, 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 that's the no, reissue one. The 60th anniversary, ah, the okay. one in the red and black. They both got webbing under the arm. That's right. Yep. He's all good. Um, I have to give it to the Batman. I thought it was a very good take on the detective side of Batman, something mm-hmm. that has been possibly overlooked in recent years. Yep. Runner-up, the Batman, just uh, because I was able to see it in Wagga Wagga and it was a bit of an event just being able to go and see it at the movies. So that's my runner-up. But no one shouted out my favourite and I'm disappointed. You all are disappointing. Prey. Prey, the Predator film. Oh, my gosh. That is, like, the the best. I I don't think I've seen that yet. I I haven't seen Maverick, so everyone can shout at me afterwards. (laughs) But, honestly, Prey is Predator with just comic book feel to it. It's got a bit of an apocalypto uh, feel to it as well. It's just so good, man. And I, you know, I was apprehensive of, Mm, you know, after uh, Predator, The Predator and Predators. It's like they promised the world and didn't deliver. Yeah, sure. And uh, this Prey came out and it was just, you know, 19 out of 19. Like I just thoroughly, thoroughly loved it. So that's my shout. Mm, well, one film that promised the world and did deliver for me was the Batman. You know, like you would think the Batman fans out there were pretty, pretty burned from some of the, you know, the Snyderverse stuff. And you know, who's I, I left that film going. Darren would have loved this. Yeah, he oh, would have I mean? sure. Oh, yeah, it's, yep. it speaks to everything. Perhaps not, I think we called this at the time, maybe not the, the kid, kid-friendliest kid version of Batman, but there's lots of other options for that. That's right. Uh, you know, that, that Ridley intro, the creepiest thing, considering he was a guy in a mask and, you know, probably on the spectrum, yeah. but that introduction to the character where he just, he's there in the shadows yeah. and you don't realise it for a good minute. Oh, yeah. spine-chilling. Loved it. Mm. Uh, yeah, Batman was absolutely wonderful. Prey, again, thanks for bringing that up, Ben. I need to go and watch that again. Yeah. That was uh, sensational. It's but amazing. for me, it was a year of nostalgia. That's what I was looking for sure. in a film. Um, the Spider-Man movie. Was that last year? Or was yeah, I think that was... Home? I from thought home? that was... No Way Home? No Way Home, you're right. Sorry, I thought that was Christmas... Was that the year before? I thought that was Christmas 21. Stand by. Anyway, nostalgia from that, wonderful. That was my run-up. Uh, movie of the year for me was Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Nice. Uh, yep. Watching that in the cinema, gold class. I was I had an electric charge run through my body mm. just during that intro where it replicated the 1986 yeah. film. The whole same intro. <laughs> it was, was just, so good. 
it didn't matter from that point forward what they put on the screen. It was going to be perfect, in my opinion. It was great film. The, the only thing I've heard about that is that, and to be fair, I haven't seen it like Ben. It's just, it's just, I've never got around to seeing it. But people just because they, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, they replicate the uh, Great Balls of Fire scene. Yeah, scene. yeah, they pay homage to it. Let's do it. Let's, let's, oh, okay, let's say okay. There's people just going. How do all those millennials know the words to Great Balls of Fire? It's a, it's a movie. Spotify. <laughs> Spotify, good answer. <laughs> uh, and in answer to your question, Spider-Man No Way Home was Christmas 21. But I didn't see it until the next year, so... Okay. Yeah, no, okay. it's a fair <laughs> call. There's, there's a bit of that. That's my lap. asterisk for that yep. one. Yep. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the next category, which is best non-toy. So things like statues, video games, and merch. Matt Teal, he had only one non-toy item that he bought this year, which was the Shredder's Revenge game. We're going to hear that one a lot. Jay Harps has to give it to a wrestling card game he discovered this year called Super Show. So for all you wrestling fans, check that one out. Have Shredder's Revenge. Trent Jones' Shredder's Revenge. BC Talk. Digimon Survive, but Midnight Suns by Marvel snuck in. Very close at the last minute uh, to win that award. DPD Part Toys, Tim and T, Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> Malcolm had the Star Wars Lego game. That was the kind of the redo version and on the them, PS5. Yep. So yep. very good. Elden Ring for PS5. It does 10. And Nick G, A Plague's Tale Requiem. Now, he said, not my usual fare, but an amazingly well-written and emotional story. Um, I picked that up on his recommendation. I picked up the first one, and the this is the sequel to that game. So I'm currently playing through the first one. John Caulfield, God of War, Ragnarok, and that is wonderful. I do have that game, and there is a battle fairly early on where you take on Thor, <laughs> and it's just the battles in this, like the kind of yeah. boss battles, yeah. just feel just so epic. And they're like with the Thor battle, he's taunting you the whole way, and it's just... Gods battling. It's fantastic. It's really well done. Captain Wow, Shredder's Revenge. Dirty Uncle Mitch. This is very cool. Reebok Shack Pump, the Superman edition. Whoa, so nice. how is that yeah. awesome I retro nostalgia? <laughs> uh, fresh has to be Shredder's Revenge. Mm. Um, shout out to the Toy Collector magazine. That is a very cool shout out. Um, Colin Betts, this is going to sound ridiculous, and it is, but for five years I've been playing... Transformers Forge to Fight. It's a fight game nominally held together with monthly missions. Still using the character redesigns from Combiner Wars of all things. So that's pretty cool. And then Brett Owen is Tim and T Shredder's Revenge. There is a, a fairly clear winner from, <laughs> from the Patreon crew. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I'm going to essentially cut, copy, paste what Fresh uh, shouted out. So Shredder's Revenge... Mm. As my, uh, you know, co uh, second tier and uh, Toy Collector magazine as first tier. So nice. issues one and two, fantastic magazines. I was able to finish issue number two, and he's um, Blake Wright's already teasing the cover art for number three. And watch out for U.S. residents; they'll be getting number three in their mailboxes very soon. And uh, us international people will have to wait another three or four weeks. So. But I'm I'm hyped. I'm in for the long run. I will support that magazine for as long as it goes. Uh, it's um yeah a real joy to to read. So excellent. Uh, I'm going to be really boring and say Shredder's Revenge, mainly because it uh, justified me getting a switch that Ali complains just collects dust, and so 
then she started to complain when I was playing Switch all the time. So, you know. <laughs> Can't win. That's right. So uh, lose-lose. <laughs> Got to shout out uh, DVG and their calendar. Oh, yeah. Promotion. Wow. Yeah, so, nice. And, and that's yeah. very much toy power adjacent because our yeah. superstar Ben is a part of that... Uh, Part of that wonderful adventure. That's it. Um, He's got the uh, twelve-inch rollerblade. That's yes. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wonderful pause. Um, and uh, if you haven't seen the calendar, December in particular is nightmare fuel. Oh, <laughs> is very, it? very Tim and Eric uh, style <laughs>, laughs. Yeah. I won't ask. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, for me. Yeah, Shredder's Revenge definitely up there. Just a little bit on the replay value. Lost a few points for me. Like sure. it's there, but. Um, probably not as much game time as I would have liked. I'm going to go The Toys That Time Forgot, Volume 3 by Blake Wright. Oh, yeah. Excellent yep. publication. I was waiting a long time for that, and it had some wonderful toy lines in there and kind of completes the trilogy of that book series. So well done, Blake Wright, getting a lot of mentions for 2022. He deserves it because yeah, it's absolutely. a lot of hard work from him. 100%. All right, I beautifully landed the favourite pre-2020 toy purchase. So what an awesome uh, <laughs> yep. category mm-hmm. to go through. So Matt Teal shouted out two winners here. First, I purchased second was a 40th gift. He got the Mask Goliath and the G1 Optimus Prime. And that oh. G1 Optimus Prime is boxed. It's, you know, it's, yeah, it's in pristine. He got a, a you know, case for it. Oh, to, the acrylic. Um, the acrylic case nice. for it. And it just levels it up. You yep. know, it's nice. just amazing. So well done, Matt. Uh, Jay Harps, after the Wrestling Figures episode with Fresh, I got my hands on a couple of vintage Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, so, well done. Have he got a Toy Biz Hulkbuster? Nice. Mm, uh, very good. Trent, Trent Jones, Mask Rhino, and Switchblade. Both complete and in amazing condition. Uh, Don Blanco, uh, McFarlane Spawn Movie Violator. What a hideous figure that is. <laughs> um BC Talk, got to give it to the Gladiators <laughs> Australia Dual Playset. There you go. I, I remember him picking that one up. Yeah. yeah. A much-loved childhood show, so very happy to pick it up. And Davey actually scored some Gladiators he did. today. Yes. Uh, awesome. Or um, yep. this weekend, at least. Uh, DP Part Toys, Hot Toys Scarlet Spider. That'd be a very special figure. Yes. Um, Maniacal Malcolm, Mask, Rhino, and G2 Laser Prime, the Takara reissue. Ooh. And that thing is, uh, you, you think about chrome oh, yeah. and metallic yeah. uh, uh, you know, additions. That is just, you need sunglasses when you look at that uh, <laughs> Laser Prime. Uh, does 10, got to go with my nearly complete Visionaries collection. Oh, I nabbed shit. all at once. So oh, wow. I bet you he's rubbing that into Tilio. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Nick G, uh, Super 7 Ultimate Thundercats Lion-O, the start of another collection influenced by these show hosts. Yep. Uh, John, John Clawfield, I'm not that kind of guy. Well, he's, all into, <laughs> he's all into legions, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Captain Wow, set of Metal Mutant Turtles. Ooh, nice, so nice. they are very, uh, another chrome, chrome heart. Yeah, heavy uh, figure. Dirty Uncle Mitch, a tie I managed to grab from Darren's collection. The ultimate mashup for me, the classic Superman He-Man 2-pack. And thanks to Fresh, he found the Funko DC Primal Age Batcave yes. at a local toy fair very for good. a very good price. So that's epic. Well done. Uh, Fresh, I was kind of fortunate to add some super cool pieces from the legendary collection of Darren. And someone very special got me the purple razor Roman, meaning I'm one away from Ooh. a set of WWF Hasbro's. Very good. Congrats. But he's got to he's got to give uh, the um, oh someone's just moved the run sheet. Uh, he's got to give uh, props. He got a real Ghostbusters show bag from the eighties. <laughs> so it's just the bag itself, such an amazing yeah. find mm. and something that just gets thrown in the bin. Yep. So 
That's amazing. Colin Betts, 2022 was the year of Takara's 1988 Transformers Pretenders Metal Hawk. Oof. And he is awesome. So well done. And Brett Owens, a grail of mine, Trendrill from Inhumans. Yes. Uh, love well my 12-inch Mego Hulk too. <laughs> and that's what she said. Oh. And, and he showed a picture on the uh, of his 12-inch Discord. Hulk. Yeah, on the Discord. <laughs> and people are trying to work out, like, is that... Battle cat, like some, because it was laying down <laughs> in a bag or something. It was hilarious. Yeah, right. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Well done. Oh, that's some amazing pieces. Oh, masks. what a what a great Got quite a few couple shouts, of masks. So, yeah, Rhinos, a lot like of masks. Said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. Well, uh, for me, it was one that. I picked up uh, via Trent, so it was, I think it was a buddy of yours who was selling stuff, G1 Starscream. Very nice. Yes, nice. Jewel. Perfectly complete. Yes. Stickers, accessory tech specs, the little red bit of thing. <laughs> he kept everything. Oh, absolutely. Yep. It looked like it had just come off the shelf. And uh, yeah, it helps me round out my seekers quite nicely. Fantastic. Mm. I continued my Toy Biz Fantastic Four 90s adventure mm. by picking up the big guy himself, Galactus. Sweet. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. There was a that yes. Galactus. Yes, that Galactus. <laughs> yes. not the Galactus that springs to mind. But the, the, <laughs> I ordered off of which version Galactus? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fantastic! I, I had a wonderful late run with some vintage stuff. One of the items I won't mention because it hasn't arrived, but mm. it is an absolute grail piece mm. for my Ninja Turtles collection. It's vintage Ninja Turtles, um, circa nineteen ninety three. Yep, but. The other really cool thing I got was um, a lot, a Star Wars lot that consisted of Jubba's Throne. This is Kenner, Jubba's Throne, and the Max Rebo Band, which really rounds out pretty much now with the exception of the dismembered C-3PO and the R2-D2 with the um, lightsaber pop-out bit. I'm pretty much now up to date with that. So that was wow, a that's very, a very cool. Massive lot. journey. Well done. Yeah, so I'm yeah, super, super happy. I'd love and I've been adding the retro, you know, if they do a Mandalorian retro wave, I'm adding them into the collection. Yeah, so cool. it's sort of building, which yep. is nice. Um but with the Jabba's Palace, it didn't have the little, you know, bong essentially that he comes with yes. and the right. little capsule and I went on eBay and you can buy them. They're still sealed in the little baggie and not super expensive. So mm. I just managed to complete that recently. Full Jabba's oh, Throne, Max Rebo no, Band, and super, super happy wow. with that. Cool. All right. That's wicked. Um, so my, I got two here. So my pre-2020 favorite toy purchase would have to be the Battle Beast Blazing Eagle playset. Oh, yes. That was a huge get for me. And uh, to find one... Almost complete. It's just missing the tail. is uh, phenomenal. It, um, it was the hardest playset to find of all three, mm. and uh, that just rounds out another little subcategory of the Battle Beasts, you know, <laughs> for me. But special mention to the Super Shredder Chef Burrell oh, yes. from Isaac Clifford. Oh, yeah. So I, I, that was just a massive uh, appreciative gift, and I, I recently just got some regular Super Shredder weapons that I'm going to uh, give him just to hold until maybe one day I find the, <laughs> the darker grey version. But yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're placeholders for now yeah. and uh, makes that Shredder look even more elite in his all black outfit. So thank you again, Isaac. Uh, beautiful. Yeah. Cheers. All right, now we move on to the best value toy for 2022. And we've got a whole bunch of shout-outs here. Let's start with our friend Matty Teal, the Lego creator expert Camaro. He got to build it and then display it two-in-one, and it's cheaper than the DeLorean. Yep. 
Uh, Jay Harp says the NECA TMNT Universal Monsters crossover. Uh, Have says He-Man from the latest cartoon, so the CGI uh, yep. toys. Yep, good value for what they are. Uh, Trent Jones says, same again, anything with the Netflix uh, CGI Master of the Universe line. Don Blanco says the Haslab Galactus. Interesting. Um, BC Talk is, is says the McFarlane multiverse as a whole. Uh, seriously, how yeah. do you get so much bang for your buck? The Todd does it again. Uh, Depart Toys goes specifically with Motu Origins Pighead. Uh, Maniacal Malcolm is the BST yes. Avatar Last Airbender figures. Great price point, swappable heads and hands accessories. Good sculpting all around. I actually had a bit of a conversation with Malcolm about that. Uh, my one of my nieces is very big into Avatar, and he was selling off his um, McFarlane ones. McFarlane ones, yeah. Because yeah. he's we, focusing on the BST. He's focusing BBS. on the BST. That's yep. where he's moving his Avatar stuff to. Nice. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, does ten Super Seven Ultimates? You really get a ton for that price tag. Uh, Nikki G says Star Wars Black Series in brackets when they're on clearance. Um, John Caulfield all in capitals McFarlane's Batman line as long as you don't want to pose them as much as it will cost your patience (laughs) yes Mm. yes. cheap in the price point expensive in the patience department (laughs) Uh, Captain Wow also for Motu Origins Uh, Dirty Uncle Mitch says tie with Motu Origins sorry and McFarlane DC Multiverse how good has JB Hi-Fi become lately could not agree more uh, Fresh also has a tie, but this time for Origins and the Netflix CGI He-Man toys. Uh, we live in a world where some Star Wars three and three quarter f- yeah. figures cost more than a McFarlane six inch. That, is, that wow. is true. Yep. Yikes, he's That's right. Bonkers. Yep. Mm, Colin Betts says Transformers Legacy. I don't know how you can top a toy that is the same price point as your Black Series, your Classifieds, Legends, etc., with the same level of articulation, but it also trans flipping forms. Yeah, it's a good point. It's valid, very valid. And Brett Owen says, just straight up Lego because Lego. of the playability. Yeah. Best value toy. Mm, and Brett Owens is on the on the mark there because I also agree that Lego is the best value for money toy. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Fair enough. This is an interesting one. I'm going to go with McFarlane, but <clears throat> particularly... The Superpowers reissue line. I picked up that bat that bat plane. Yeah, twenty dollars. Bat wing. Bat call wing. it. Bat, <laughs> bat plane. Bat wing. It's a plane. It's a wing. Bat wing. <laughs> twenty bucks. Yeah. Twenty bucks Australian. It's Love nuts. Now that was a, a very good price. I was at a um, supernova convention yeah. and got it for that price. Um, but you do if you can find Origins at retail. Mm. About 20 bucks, yeah. 20, 21 yep. bucks yep. in a specialty store between 35 and 45 and mm. deluxes are even more. So they're not, and that's where really they're hitting here. You, yeah. You're paying that specialist price. So for me, McFarlane is consistently yep. great value. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to narrow it down to one specific figure because this figure blew me away and I just had to add it tonight. And so I'm going with the best value toy that I got in 2022 would have to be the NECA cartoon Ninja Turtles Yusaji Yojimbo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Two heads, uh, two sets of uh, bunny ears, cloth goods, hat, Mm. uh, more weapons than he can hold, uh, different hands, uh, you know, swords, uh, things. I just... He is fits in your comic book collection, fits in your cartoon collection, fits standing by himself, you know, as a uh, Stan Saki, you know, Mm -hmm, figure. mm -hmm. 
Uh, he is just all round amazing, and I, you know, my hats off. I was able to order him on through the Necker uh, website. We, I think, I piggybacked with someone with, oh, with the you. shipping was super with, uh, with um yep. with Frank. Uh, so we were able to divide the shipping, you yep. know, in halves. And seven dollars to yeah. ship to Australia. Yep. It's bizarre. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so you know, I was I could not have got it cheaper without buying it. You know, loose yep. and secondhand. I got it brand new, perfect. Uh, just uh, one. You know, I love that toy because I had it as a. Uh, a kid, and uh, I've always had a soft spot for the um, the old rabbit. So nice. yeah, mad respect to Yasaji. Beautiful. Uh, this one I didn't actually pick up, but I have sort of like held it in my hand and just have to admire it for the price point. I'm gonna go McFarlane, but specifically the is it Batmo Beast? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Insane yep. truck. Now I think we compared it perhaps a little unfairly to the failed Haslab Ghost Rider at one point. <laughs> yeah. Don't Tenth get me of wrong. The price. This is very much. Uh, I think they did the, the the naked version of this Batmo Beast, where it's just like the the frame chassis. or yep. Yep. chassis. Yep. And don't get me wrong. That when you see the the full version, that cover is. It's, it's like an RC. It's an RC, yeah, it's an RC cover. cover, but it's yeah. it's true to what those sort of vehicles are. Yeah, yeah. If that was a real life thing, those monster trucks, yeah, those yeah. the blue flames yep. and whatever are quite flimsy material. Yeah, but that price point for what you get, you could, any kid would absolutely love to. Anyone who's got the slightest, you know, leaning towards Batman or cars, you give them that for that price, and they're just going to have an absolute field yep. day with yep. it. And they are that's, amazing. Absolutely. So three out of four Toy Power podcasters like to open their toys and play with them. It's a hard I'll category leave, for I'll, me this next one. <laughs> I'll leave it up to you guys to guess who doesn't. Of course, this leads us into playing with our toys. And which toys are the most fun to play with? We start with Matthew Till, and he has gone with Super 7's Optimus Prime. That's the figure he messed around with most for posing and fun. Jay Harp's Marvel Legends Bone Saw Builder figure. Something about that tank centaur. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun playing <laughs> pose with. Have loved how easy the Bandai Gundam kits were to make and how poseable they were. Trent Jones, Netflix CGI He-Man and Master of the Universe Castle Grayskull. Don Blanco, Transformers Legacy Cosmos. Is he the big guy? Which one's he? Is Cosmos the little Cosmos green, oh, Cosmos is the green, green UFO. UFO? Oh, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. BC Talk Marvel Legend Spider-Man from the Renew Your Vows 2-pack. So much fun to pose. Uh, I highly agree because I recently purchased yes. one of those for his nice. posability. Depart Toys, NECA TMNT Fugitoid. Maniacal Malcolm Transformers Legacy BW Tarantulas. Love the sculpt and playability. Loads of fun. Does 10 Motu Origins for the second year in a row, possibly for him. Mm. Nikki G, Star Wars Black Series for all the great poses you can get from them. John Caulfield's, anyone guys want to guess what John Caulfield chose? Something uh, specific to Legions? Just Mythic Legions in general? Mythic Legions, <laughs> yes. But is it uh, the... The Con exclusive oh. Furious 4 2-pack. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. Nice, that's cool. Captain Wow, the new logo, Lion Knight's Castle, Dirty Uncle Mitch, Mattel Creations, Motu, Mega Constructs, Masters of the Universe, Power Grey Skull. And this is the uh, San Diego 2022 exclusive variant building set. So okay. that's with uh, Prince Adam and it changes to He-Man. Oh, uh, the, yes. You know, the, draw, the jaw oh, bridge flips around yeah, magically and uh, transforms the two. So that's, oh, that like is a that. cool awesome. action feature. Yeah. Uh, Fresh has mm, pretty much turned around and said <laughs> toys after displaying. 
<laughs> not playing with. Uh, I'm paraphrasing what he's written. It's not uh, suitable for airing. And he dislikes Necker for making that a miserable experience. Yes. <laughs> uh, Colin Betts, G.I. Joe vintage, O-ring figures, articulation and nostalgia, locked into three and three-quarter form. Perfection, I agree. Brett Owens wraps it up with Lego Optimus Prime, King Lionheart's Castle, Space Explorer, and Sanctum Sanctorum. And they would all be Lego, Lego, Legos. Yeah, nice. they're, they're all fantastic. I want that King Lionheart's Castle so badly. Um, for me, I do open toys from time to time. Um, I did a bit of traveling this like late last year, and and I was staying in a hotel, and I I had a few toys on my desk, so I had a little little desk set up, and I opened up a Sunman, uh, nice. Master of the yep. Universe Origin Sunman, and I had so much fun posing him, playing with him, and I was always, and I just loved the fact. You can put them in like a very vintage masters style pose. Yep. Or you can put them in these totally dynamic poses. So for me, that is one I actually just sat there and played with heaps. So I'm giving it to Origins. Oh, beautiful. Good. good, great call. I'm giving mine to the Nerf replica of the Colonial Marines <laughs> Corps M41A pulse rifle. I think your children was... would disagree with this. Oh, that's okay. You know, so they got in the way and I shot them in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> not, my, not my fault. Uh, that that thing is absolutely amazing. Uh, and the fact that, we, uh, you know, somehow Australia got it first before yeah. the rest of the world. And that's what, you know, blew up our TikTok page uh, for, a, <laughs> for something, a wacky little vi- uh, video. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, around the world is like, how did you get it? How did you get it? So that shops. was cool. Yeah. So that was, uh, and I just love it. It's, it's you know, uh, spoiler alert. That's what I'm um, posing with on the uh, DVG calendar, mm. and uh, it was pretty special to, um, yeah, have something replica like that in my possession. So cool. Nice. Uh, I'm going to uh, call out a particular Marvel Legends, and that is the Beast. Oh, nice. Um, I, I, for the longest time, amongst all my sort of modern uh, Marvel Legends, I I kept the... I've still got it, but I kept the Toy Biz Beast as the representation. Yep. And then I saw this one finally in hand on the shelf at JB's. He comes with... He's got a... He's all the he's got two alternate heads. He comes with the flat hand, so you could attempt that you know pose where he's standing, you know, one-handed handstand. He comes with the cloth goods. He comes with the yeah. little glasses. He comes with an X gene in a in a flask, and he's got another unnamed beaker of stuff. It's the ultimate version yeah. of Beast. And as far as you know, the articulation, you know, you don't need all the crazy individual articulation that the Toy Biz. They've toned had. it down from Toy Biz. They've toned yeah, it down to a but level it, that's right. But it right. works, and it's yeah. it's still for such a, a bulky figure. He's up there on the shelf, right next to Gambit, and Gambit is practically minuscule by comparison in terms of just the bulk. He's got the butterfly shoulders going on. You know, I, I can't make up my mind what to put him in so he gets my vote sounds nice. like you need a second one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the retro card so you could always go three so <laughs> but I, I open my toys <laughs> uh, my choice was for Lego Optimus Prime I had a, a great deal of fun yes. playing with him taking my time sort of assembling him putting him together uh, but I do have to put out a notable mention to the, the, the Spider-Man Marvel Legends Spider-Man from the Renew Your Vows Two set. Um, it was a late choice for me in the year, mm. post Christmas, and he is just so much fun. He is so comic book accurate. Yep. Those big, wide, yeah. uh, McFarlane esque style eyes on his head. 
I um, he's going to be a part of the Fantastic Four setup that I'll do. Nice, wicked. Um, yeah. yeah, looking forward to uh, getting him strung up so he's hanging upside down. Very, very sweet. Cool. Nice. All right, we're moving on to another category now, and this is very exciting. It is the best sculpting, and I, I love, I love different sculptors. You know what? Just before I launch into this, I follow a lot of these creators that are creating sort of custom toys online. Mm. and follow them on Instagram. And just some of the work now that is being done just at the kind of very, you know, they're not toy companies. They're just guys going and doing 3D sculpts in um, whatever program and then producing these toys. They're amazing. There's so much talent out there. So love looking at all of that. I actually went in on uh, a guy, I think is Bix or something like that, Mm. um, out of China. He did a Wrath as Hellboy. Yeah, and oh, it wow. is incredible. It is so good. Comes with a builder figure part for King Scorpion. There's two different versions. There's like a trench coat version with the full horns and a like <laughs> sanded off yeah, horns version. Nice. I I was like, I, I I PM'd him and sort of said, "Oh look, I want to get one. What are your prices?" And he sent me a price list. And I was looking at it. I'm like. I'm just getting both versions. I can't, <laughs> I can't choose. They come on a retro card. It's incredible. So I just shout out to all, Beautiful. to everyone doing this amazing sculpting work. Um, we're going to so, kick it off. Yes, yeah, sorry. When, when you say you got two, was that two to open and two to display? <laughs> one, one, of, one of each. One of each. They're, these custom things are not cheap. Um, <laughs> Very good. They're, they're, they're literally works of art. You know, they're yeah, hand painted, um, but amazing. So yeah, can't wait. That they're not released yet, but can't wait for. Hellraff. Um, okay, starting us off, Matt Teal says the Masters of the Universe 40th anniversary He-Man figure. Yeah, very cool and good price point on him. Jay Harps can't go past TMNT Universal Monsters figures and has to yeah. give it to Mummy Mike with, with that rotten <laughs> puppet head, which I think That's is such so, a brilliant. Oh, so brilliant. So clever. Yeah. Yeah. So, so clever. So great <clears throat> shout out. Um, have may seem like a strange choice for a bargain toy but that he-man is just so proportioned for me so there's there's more accurate ones out there but it just has an amazing look and i think is he talking about the mondo or uh the mondo one I'm yeah not, not sure which he-man i think it's one of the sorry. just the the regular he-man toys okay just the, the or maybe the ones. 40th anniversary or something possibly mm. yeah Cool. But they're all good. Uh, Trent Jones and Netflix CGI He-Man Skeletor Masterverse waved. They do look like they have come straight off the screen. Don Blanco, the classified Alley Viper. I love that one. He's so brightly colored. He just looks amazing. That's the green and blue one. Mm. It looks sick. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got BC Talk, the NECA... No, or, orange, orange, orange and blue. blue. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, my bad. Yep. Orange and blue. Uh, BC Talk, NECA, Usagi, Yojimbo. He's perfect. But shout out to the... Premium DNA Madballs figures as well. The uh, the old Dave Groman-inspired uh, figures. They're very cool. I'm glad they got released in the end. Depart Toys. Excellent call out on the Mondo Shearer. That thing is just a beautiful, beautiful toy. Malcolm said the Bronx from Gargoyles does 10 Super 7 Ultimates. For now, and yes, geez, we saw that. It's a bold call for uh, everything oh, with the ultimate line. Well, I mean, this the is the tag thing. Well, across all their lines. That's that's a big call to make. I mean, we 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 had pictures of the Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. and it was it was a shocker. I yep. mean, the torso and head were just a different. Yep. Well, the upper torso and head were a different color to the rest of the figure. Face turned out all weird. The, that 
white range or a green range of the, the, yeah, the Tommy Oliver. Few, yeah. Uh, there's a few shockers. But it is so interesting because if they're doing monster characters yeah, or robots yep. yeah. they're amazing yep. so I don't know what's going on with the human the human figures right now for Super 7 but you know, fair call uh, Nick Greenslade Super 7 Ultimates Thundercats is the runner up no, no, um, runner up is Black Series oh sorry so he gives it to Thundercats mm. and the runner up is the base tech okay sorry I'm boring John <laughs> Caulfield what else other than the Four Horsemen and Mythic Legions and yep. you can't really go past that uh, Captain Wow, Super Seven TMNT. Yeah, they're putting out more some. More specific, yeah. Yep, some great figures. Dirty Uncle Mitch, Masterverse, just the the general Masterverse. I think that's a good call. Uh, Fresh, the Zombie Sailor toys, heels and faces. He brought back Hasbro style wrestling figures that feel like an authentic continuation of the line. So that that is cool because I think there's something in that stylized sort of yeah. Hasbro yep. look that. Um, is cool to get back. Uh, we've got Colin has the G.I. Joe classified Serpentor. Mm. What a beautiful figure. And he even comes with the chariot. Magnificent plus. And Brett Owen, the NECA Universal TMNT monsters were wicked. Yes, absolutely brilliantly sculpted. Ben, what do you think? So my best uh, sculpted figure would have to go to the Archie comics from NECA slash right oh, yes. just oh, yes. such a i don't have the super seven slash yet so i can't comment on that uh but yeah i got the archie one uh from necker and he is just fantastic he's beautifully designed again he can you know go in your um cartoon you know lineup or your uh i put him with my comic books my you know necker comic book uh, line with shredder and uh the four horsemen turtles and things and he fits very nicely in there or he can just you know, be on a shelf by himself and mm, just look yep. wicked. Uh, it's like the third reiteration of Slash Necker have tried, and this time it it, it is by far the best. It's yep. uh, nice and hefty. It's bigger than the uh, the turtles, you know. The, As he should be, yeah, yeah, and everything. It's just he's he's amazing. So um, nice. hats off to that. Beautiful. Well, uh, along those lines, I am actually going to shout out Super Seven TMNT Ultimates in particular, Slash. Yep. Um, along with my boy Leonardo in his Sewer Samurai gear. Sweet. For yep. Considering it's a, a, a very expensive line, but they would have gone, oh, Turtles, we can get, you know, four figures out of largely the same buck. That figure is is, is all new tooling, as far as I can do, I'm concerned. It's got all the, the detailing on the chest, on the shell. There's no reuse no. in that. Even his hands, it's got little, like, sort of armor bits on the hand, so it's all new uh, amazing and slash, um, which I have on the table in front of me, the only ultimate figure who can hold all his weapons, short of the weapons rack, um, and he's just a thick, chunky boy. He's got, he looks like he's been in fights compared to the turtles that are quite smooth yep. overall. Um, amazingly done figure. My shout out is for the Todd. And his amazing uh, extra large Bane figure yeah. that they put oh, out. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. Great call. Yeah, um, well, well proportioned. He he looms over the top of Batman. He stands over. He casts a shadow over Batman. So he is done very nicely and uh, some tremendous posing out of him as well for a very large figure. And we got him for an extremely good price. Yes, <laughs> thank you, um, <laughs> online retailer yeah. who made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm a bit confused on the timing of this one, but I'm going to shout it out because they the Super 7 stuff in Australia comes out so late. So it could have been a 2020 figure that we've just got this year. Um, <laughs> the Thundercats 
Super 7 Ultimates Slythe figure for me. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. And they're doing a three-pack of his kind of mutant characters as well. What a brilliant uh, sculpt on that one and executed brilliantly. So I'm just perplexed by Super 7's consistency at the moment and questioning, hopefully, we don't lose the quality that Mm. we're getting from them going forward. Definitely, definitely. Now, I hit peak uh, category with the uh, vintage toys. That's right up my warehouse. But bringing it to reality now, what was the <laughs> biggest toy franchise flop of 2022? Wow. Yeah, and there were some doozies. So let's uh, <laughs> okay. go through them. Matt Teal. So Raymond Toys failed retro series Apache Commander. He was really looking yes. forward to that. I think yeah. one thing about uh, the Raymond Toys is they're too quick to listen to feedback. Like sure. they released, they're, they're releasing the uh, one of the armor thing, and three people wrote, "Oh, we don't want it with the um, the new head or the new yeah. character." So they're like, "Update, we're not doing it anymore." You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like they guys, need to, like you, this is their design. Yeah. Stick to your guns, unless yeah. there's something yeah. really, yeah. really. And so, the, so the next hour, there was update after update after after mm-hmm. update. They just need to. You know, pick a direction. And yeah, stick with it. and they're like, yep. we need a thousand of these to be made, and it's like, what are you? You're taking the word of three people, you know. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that's, um, you know, but when they come out, they're pretty awesome toys. Mm. So, uh, Jay Harp's biggest flop of 2022 was Reba Lightsaber. The Black Series really needs to get it together as well. Uh, have going off the pictures and discussion, it would have to be Super Seven Silverhawks. <laughs> yeah, they don't look good. <laughs> uh, Trent Jones also, from what I've heard, Super Seven Silverhawks. Don Blanco, Haslab Ghost Rider. I think that's not the last time we'll hear about yeah. that. BC Talk, so it's Ghost Rider, right? d <laughs> uh, Toys, Ghostbusters BC, it disappeared. And he's quite sad about that. So BC would be... I'd say because. Oh, yeah, because it disappeared. Oh, yeah, right. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maniacal Malcolm, Haslab Ghost Rider. Does 10 Haslab Ghost Rider, Robbie Rays. Yeah. <laughs> And Nick yep. G, Can't surely yeah. Ghost Rider has lab. And runner-up, the one he's been calling out all session, yeah. uh, I'd like to uh, say all of the Star Wars Black Series repaints and variants. So <laughs> Wasn't he calling it out for best value It's and both his favourite and his most hated. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it, I love it. Uh, John Clawfield, 2022 Star Wars Black Series and pretty much direct, directionless stuff. Captain Wow, G.I. Joe Classified, where are they? They mm. just do not... Appear in Australia, and I, I yeah. honestly believe that was the same case for the vintage line in my, um, you know, childhood eyes. Uh, Dirty Uncle Mitch, Black Adam film, as much as it hurts to admit it. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, fresh. I feel Star Wars lost its way. Colin Betts, Haslab Ghost Rider, and Brett Owens, poor Haslab, poor. Yeah, uh, poor, poor Haslab. Such great possibilities with their projects, but stop getting too close to the sun. The Ghost the ghost Rider Engine of Vengeance. So how many is that total, Scott? So from our Patreons, that was eight votes for yep. Ghost Rider. So it's a winner. Wow. And that's actually more people who backed it, I believe. <laughs> Did you spend that Touché. whole list like, making that joke? It's worth it. Yes. Well worth done. It. Well done. <laughs> um, I'm going to back up what a couple of people shouted out. Uh, the Reaver lightsaber. Honestly, yep. like for yeah. what should have been uh, a no-brainer. A celebration. A celebration of a, a great new character in, in one of the better Star Wars yep. shows that we got this year. And it just received no fanfare. The timing of it was piss poor. And the key function of this, what is a cool double lightsaber, mm. is that it spins around. So <laughs> that should have been their first clue that, hey guys, maybe we don't make this thing. 
Like, if it's not going to do what it does in the show, <laughs> no, just stop it. Yep. Uh, going to be a little controversial, and I'm going to shout out the death of the uh, DC Cinematic Universe. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good yeah. call. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, with yep. James Gunn sort of scrapping everything that we've yep. had. Yeah. Um, we've, I, I believe we've got two or three films in the can that we're going to have to sit through and get zero Zero reward from. Yeah, they're not going to... Like, Flash is pretty much done and coming Flash, out. Flash, Aquaman um, Yeah, Aquaman. And uh, Blue Beetle, I think, is still coming out as well. I'm yep. kind of keen to see Blue Beetle because I don't I don't feel it ties in with anything. Yep. I think yep. it's yeah. just a... Yeah, but I'm, I'm the same. I love that shout-out because what I also feel is there's another 10 years I have to wait for some more decent to films. To get it together. Right, whereas mm. Marvel are doing so well, they've got a bit of a, you know, a, a year where they can have a bit of a, you know, Quite throw some, yeah, yeah, throw some different things at the wall and see if it sticks. But uh, they've already proven that they've done so well they can have that, uh, you know, experimental time, mm. whereas DC are starting from starting the drawing again. board. Yeah, I think the timing of that was pretty poor when you've got Henry Cavill leaves The Witcher... To come yep. out and just go, yeah, on the back of his cameo at the end of Black Adam, going, "Hey, I'm back in the cape. Let's do this." Yep. And it was literally what weeks later, two, yeah. three yeah. weeks later, yep. when he has gets the call from James Gunn. You're like, "Oh, guys, somebody." And I, I, I respect James Gunn, and and I think he's yeah. the right person to helm what they're doing. But it just it, it come off looking a bit bastard. Something should have happened before the, he. Yeah, the comms should have been better for Cavill not to go out and say he's back. Basically, I, I love the memes going around. It's like here's uh, <laughs> Lenny Havil, you know, coming with his massive um, Mario mustache. You know, <laughs> to audition. <laughs> to audition for the new Superman. Like, oh god! On, on the plus side, Cavill. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but Cavill has basically said, "All right, well." I'm clearly not doing The Witcher. I'm not doing Superman. So Warhammer 40k. Yeah. That is that is the I project mean, I'm, I'm going to push. Like I so like that. Yeah. That'd be sweet. I would have loved to have seen him in the um in the Bond tuxedo. Yeah. 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 Man from yeah. Uncle. I was I thought mm. that was that was his Bond audition type. Yeah. Really. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, look, I, I'm very very close to giving it to the Hazlab Ghost Rider, but pipped at the post with the last minute piece of shit is the Playmates <laughs> Ninja Turtles, and they're still. Flogging. Oh, yeah. They're still flogging that yep. uh, terrible, whatever it is, early 2010 sculpt yep. of their... And they're the still calling coats. it the Ultimates, and they've put them in trench coats. But they've had some shockers yeah. with the Stranger Things tie-in. They've done a bit of Street Fighter. Everything that they're trying in terms of sort of new releases have been trash. They have done some... They, the last Ronin figure was fantastic. I agree. So that yep, is an absolute gem in the steaming horse manure <laughs> cart that Biff Tannen is going to crash into. Oh, nice reference. <laughs> there it is. The only... The, and, and the reissues. Like, just yeah. basically reissuing... It's almost like... like that's all... That, it's uh, almost like part of their deal is to keep that master license. You must produce X amount of figures yeah. across the year. And they're like, well, just put a trench coat and a hat on these these 10-year-old bucks yeah. now. And just get them out the door just so we can keep that license. I do have it on good authority that they are definitely, even with this deal that McFarlane have, where yep. McFarlane has seemed to be making a lot of stuff for the new film that comes out this year now, yes, I believe. that's right. Uh, Playmates are definitely still got uh, some sort of Turtles license and are making toys yes. for the new film. So well, that's consistent with what I've heard. Yeah, so. and it's going to be really interesting. Now, I feel like they've got direct competition with McFarlane from the, the sort of skew listings we've seen. I, I, I'm not sure. It feels like you're going to have two big companies playing in the same space and it'll be interesting to see 
who comes out on top. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. For me, wrapping it up, the uh, biggest toy related, uh, sorry, the biggest toy related flop of 2022. And this is something that hit me personally and no one else has shouted out and that's okay. But it's got to be the NECA uh, TMNT slash Loot Crate debacle that has really mm. pissed me off. Yep. Right, something that I thought I could, um, you know, purchase and go all in on, and I'm still to this day waiting for my damn uh, Dark Turtle Don and Scrag. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I'm too. So I'm but really what's happened? Nothing. Everyone's waiting. No, no. America got it. Yeah, got but international them. have it, international right? have got them, and then they were waiting on Armageddon, and then Armageddon, and then Armageddon's um, Armagon or whatever his name yep. is has started to show up in America, and they so now. It, so uh, we're not getting the, them. Well, I don't know. Saying? I don't know. There's, no one can give me an answer. There's no clear there's direction. No, on it. That's yeah, the problem. people. No you know, answer. loot crate aren't answering. Necker go. Well, a loot crate loot not crate. answering because I wrote them an email and I got an answer saying it would be in December. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I was going to follow it up, but yeah. they're not answering. You're just saying they've gone cone of silence. Well, that's that's what I've heard from other people is that the loot crate or they're giving them you know in your case December and then three months later they still don't have it. So they go to NECA, who technically are the parent company of Loot Crate, and NECA go, oh, no, it's not our problem, it's Loot Crate. And so there's this real disconnect. You talk about poor comms. Yeah. The people are just getting frustrated that I'm, I'm getting an answer that's clearly wrong, and then I'm getting sort of palmed off on the other angle they try and take it. So but, it's, I mean, Loot, they've got to either, I mean, come up with the goods or give a refund. And yeah. I know I'll be pissed if I don't get my... Because I've got them waiting on two figures. So am I. So I'm a Dark, Dark Turtle Donnie and, and the, the Scrag. Scrag, yeah. yeah uh, the um, the henchman that transforms into the rat. But is that the thing they were going to put or them bats, together? Is that yes, yes. why so that's the last... we haven't got them? No, but other, but what I'm saying is international people have already got them. Both. And, and Armagon was the last figure they got. So we got Armagon, you know, yeah, out of sync. Got it. Yeah, okay, so yeah, that, yeah. that scares me. And the, but, the, no, yeah, but but when I wrote to Neck, well, Loot Crate, I should say, they acknowledged that the cartoon pack was still coming okay. for, but for it's me. Still, it's, right. burnt, it's also burnt my bridges with yeah. faith uh, for, for uh, Loot Crate yeah. placing an, a future well, yeah. order for anything else. You, you know what started this all off? The nervousness. Well, I wouldn't worry. Usually these big companies, I don't worry about. But it was that photo from that warehouse in yeah. China where they're like, ha you guys are never getting your TMNT loot crate. Made me think something yeah. had happened. Mm. There's, and, and the other bit I don't like about loot crate, just to add to this point, and, and like, to be fair, there was a, a fanny bag, if you're in the US, or a bum bag here in Australia yep. that was like a krang. Yep. And for the, for the international market, the one I got, just didn't just, get it. Just didn't get it. And, yep. and it wasn't like there was a, you know, sorry for whatever reason we couldn't. They just pretended yeah. it never happened. Well, it's not a deal breaker, but it's one of no, those things just... you sit there and go, I've paid the same amount of money as everyone else yeah. and I'm getting a lesser product yeah. at the end well, of the day. For the Armageddon, like, yeah, it's yeah. Just we, they, they all got a shirts and things and we didn't get one. And it's just like, where's where's Hart? Yeah. Where, that, that, that to me, in some cases, if I was to get a shirt, that would be second to the, the figure, mm, you know, sure. the, the yeah, coolness. Sure. But, you know, when I'm missing out on such something cool, it's like, oh, you know, I feel a bit chipped. Uh, but yeah, look, I just I've lost yep. faith in Loot Crate. I, yep. I'm just a bit annoyed. I hate uh, losing money. I hate stressing about toys. And yet yep. this year, 2022, has been quite a stressful year mm. for toys. Paying up front and then not seeing any return. And yep, um, that's fair. I'm just uh, now choosing outlets where it's either buy in person, buy on eBay, or buy through the big, big, big channels, and that's it. I don't. I don't go through any little guys little anymore, guys. Yep. Uh, and that's because I've been my bridges have been burnt too many times. So, yep, yep, totally understandable. And and just quickly to round out that point, 
I don't even want to like because what the I got an announcement in my feed today or in the last couple mm. of days. Super Seven announcement. They're doing Dungeons and Dragons based on the artwork of those Ooh. original, you know, Dungeon Master yeah, yeah, guides, yeah. etc. So I go, sweet, that's great. Are there going to be human characters in there? Because if there are, <laughs> I am not. I'm not. I mean, look, this, this is a, yeah. a genuine point that I now have to make. Mm. I cannot pre-order that because the product differs. Even if the renders look amazing. Right, yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. what it's going to look like. Yeah. And I that Fair. just is... I feel sort of heartbroken that I can't pre-order that. Mm. They'll still be in stock in pop culture. So I, I'm now going to look at what they look like and then make a decision from there. Well, yeah. also, I'm just going through my orders and release dates. So Frank and I placed an order together on the 17th of June, 2021 for Silverhawks, Quicksilver and Monster. And here it is, 2023 now, mm-hmm. and we're still yet to see any official mm. dates of it shipping. So that's you know coming up uh, a year and a half, almost close, coming up fast on two years. Yep. And because um, it is know. a, it is a. Let's be honest. There is a level of stress. Yep. Paying up front and going, are these companies even going to be around? Yep. Mm. Two years after yeah. they do this sort of thing. Well, we, we've experienced exactly that. With uh, was it little, not little toy company? Um, no, it wasn't. But. Um, uh, the you know bu- the villain bulletproof villain. Well, yeah, bulletproof yeah. villain. I was thinking uh, of premium collectibles. Yeah, to them, yeah. Dennis Milo, Toys Dennis and Beyond. Milo, that's so the one many. I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, yep, yep. It's yeah, it's um. A deal. I I feel a bit like Ben when you said you know, it's this sort of stuff and this sort of lack of consumer confidence makes toy collecting a stressful thing. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um, but anyway, let's move on to a bit more happy stuff. Woohoo! Surprise! We're a happy show. The biggest toy-related surprise of 2022. Something that come out of nowhere that made you just go, oh my God, there is a toy god. Right, so Matty Teal starts off with Roman Toys, the Manika line, aka Mask, which is the, is it, what is the actual name of the toys? It's the shark one, isn't it? Uh, the, the, um, yeah, but they're doing the... Um, the white shark and the uh, Thunderhawk. Oh, yeah, Thunderhawk yeah. and, yeah. Shark. Yep. Oh, so that's the name of the line. Makina. Makina, yeah, Yeah. fair enough. Uh, Jay Harps, the biggest surprise to me was the Marvel Legends price. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Well played, Jay. Touche. Have the Lego Optimus Prime. Yeah, that's totally fair. Trent Jones, Eternia. Come on. We may have to wait a couple of years to get our hands on it, but it's amazing we're even getting the chance at doing so. Yeah, good call. Uh, Don Blanco with the D&D animated figures. Yep, yep. that's good. Uh, BC Talk with his McFarlane superpowers figures. Yeah. Uh, Deep Heart <laughs> Toys. Eternia. We got a freaking Eternia. Uh, Mouse nice. and the pink G1 Hot Rod. Yep. Does 10 John Carpenter's The Thing poster monster figure. Way out of left field and so, so awesome. John Caulfield, any guesses? It's Four Horsemen. <laughs> Four Horsemen, mythic but it's the headless one. Oh, okay, horsemen. right, yes. <laughs> he's, okay. he's narrowed it down to one mythic <laughs> legion. The figure obscure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Captain Wow, the Star Wars Micro Galaxy Squadron. Yep. That's a, a good pull there. Uh Comanche, Lego Optimus Prime slash Mondo Battle Cat slash McFarlane Superpowers line. Could not choose between all three. Chris Fresh, uh, the Mythic Legion's Father Christmas. I must admit, that's one where you uh, just... Great call. You know, you... you Yep. You knew based on the Krampus, which is the year before, they were probably going to do something. I did not expect your traditional Coca-Cola-esque, yep. Um, yep. you know, yep. Father Christmas. And it was done so, so well. Uh, Colin Betts with his Transformers and G.I. Joe uh, 
crossover with the Megatron his tank. I did not see this coming. Uh, something he's wanted for a, a very, very long time. Two iconic characters merged together. Uh, Brett Owens, nothing is a surprise these days. Companies seem to be scrambling on anything. Come on, Brett. Well, there, I reckon we're there was a happy some, show. Uh, there was, there was some. Le- oh, well, I was legitimately surprised by a number of those that have yes. been called out. So yeah. that's kind of cool that yeah. there is still some. I, I do get Brett's sentiment. Yeah. That a lot of it is does feel very much here we go here it comes. Well, we've said ourselves many yeah. times we're buying the same damn toys we did thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah, many, many, many times over and over and over again. <laughs> go, uh, guys, it's going to be uh, the the origins, the announcement of the origins uh, Eternia mm. from Marvel Creation, uh, Mattel Creations. Never ever ever thought yeah. I'd have an opportunity yep. to own an Eternia, and it's going to happen. Yeah. Really looking forward 24, to it. 24, is that right when we get it? Or is it 24? Yeah, next year. I think it's it 2023, is. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, look, for me, the thing, I think sometimes my jaw just drops and I'm, I'm looking at something and it was very much those superpowers by McFarlane. Mm. I didn't legitimately see that coming. Would have liked them to be a little bit more retro in their style. Toy okay. Otter, like I think I've called out before, mm who um, is involved in a kind of comic book line, has the design down pat. Yep. I wish they'd leaned into that a little bit more. But just seeing those cards and seeing the bat wing <laughs> and that, that uh, Superman punching vehicle, yep. just brilliant. Well done. Like, pulled it in the nostalgia. They need to make the Lex who punches himself in the head. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, yeah. Pixel, Pixel Dan put up a, a, a little video of the original and I've heard it described. I've yep. seen photos, but this was a video that I was just seeing the action in person and oh my God, come on, Todd, make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> great calls, great calls. Okay, something I, a biggest toy related surprise for me was Ish reissuing oh, a, yes. a replica of Poluto yep. from Toxic yeah, Crusaders. And that, of course, one. to the larger audience, is a T-Rex kind of Godzilla-like uh, junk uh, formed together from yeah. the you know trash and uh, is a was a, a prototype yep. figure mm-hmm. for the two. original line, Wave 2. Had mechanical parts in it and things, moving things, but uh, Ish's uh, kept the price down without... Adding that and the cr- the cream de la resistance of the you know me being excited is this is a direct replica of the original one. It's being uh, you know sculpted by the four horsemen and yep. things like the elites of the toy industry are involved in uh, creating this, and I am uh, foaming at the mouth on uh, adding this item to my um, <laughs> toy you know toy collection. And a massive special mention to Colin Betts for the custom G.I. Joe figures. And I think we, oh, you yes. know, say yeah. that uh, unanimously around the room, yeah. you know, to have a anything custom shipped over from, uh, you know, overseas and things and the love and uh, dedication, mm-hmm. you know, poured into those figures to have a, you know, a, um, Shredder G.I. Joe in my collection is just phenomenal. And he's in my Shredder shrine uh, as we speak and I just adore it. So thank you, yep. Colin. Yep, uh, I'm going to have to cut, copy, paste what Scotty said about Eternia. You know, I always eye it off whenever I go to Ben or, or Trent's place and then just go, I don't have $6,000 to drop on something <laughs> like that. And now for like a fraction of that, I will have one coming. And yes, it's not original, but oh my God, I don't care. Well, it's... It's almost better than it, it yeah, is. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, Moti. Yeah, I, I, I want that Moti so bad. <laughs> but aside from that, I think it's going to be 
as good if not better. I yep. really yeah. and then I say that from the you know bottom of my heart. I really think it's uh, worth every penny. And uh, well done, guys, mm. for getting it. I'll be um, keen to check them out. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Up next, we have the best or biggest oversized giant or builder fig for 2022. Maddie Till kicks us off with Lego Optimus Prime. Mm. Jay Harp's best builder fig has to go to the aforementioned Bone Saw. Not only does he have tank treads for legs, but he has pegs for other legends to stand on as well. Display <laughs> options are endless. Have also have also likes the Lego Optimus Prime. Trent Jones. Marvel Legends Konshu Builder Fig. Awesome show and an awesome figure. Don Blanco has Lads Galactus. Nice. Mm-hmm. BC Talk. Classic Rhino wins out. Now, I reckon he's talking about the retro carded yep. reissue. Yep. Deep Heart Toys. Marvel Legends Konshu. Another vote for Galactus from Malcolm. Does 10 is a big fan of the Mifarlan Mega Fig Swamp thing. Mm. He is amazing. John Caulfield, <laughs> Outer the Moose. Do I take a yep. guess that that's Myth- a mythic legion? Mythic legion. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's the frickin' moose. There's no <laughs> guess. <laughs> what other toy line produced a moose this year? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Wow, big fan of the Lego Lion Knight's Castle. Yes, mate, it does in fact count. Dirty Uncle Mitch, big fan of the Mondo Battle Cat. And geez, that's going to be a beast when we finally get oh, to see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fresh is a fan of the Marvel Legends Uncanny X-Men Apocalypse. And is he referring to the is... three and three quarter inch scaled on the retro card, you reckon? <laughs> no, it's that <laughs> big ass one. Or the real... It's the uh, it's the one that's done in the uh, show colors nine right. nine inches yeah. or something. Yes, I think but it is, is, yeah. it is a bit bigger than your yeah. regular six inch figure. Oh, very good. Well, yeah. you, you didn't specify, so we can uh, <laughs> we can speculate. <laughs> Colin Betts, Transformers Select, Black Zarek. He's amazing, and hopefully no GPS, and that is short for Gold Plastic Syndrome. Oh. Brett Owens, of course, he votes for the big man himself, Galactus. Yeah, okay. For me, uh, it is an oversized figure. It is again. From Super 7's Thundercats line, it is the wrestler version of Mumra. Uh, he's fantastic. Mm. I, I definitely got him last year, even though he probably came out in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he, he is sensational. Comes with Marmart, couple of heads, cloth wired cape, and all those bandages that yep. are done in a flowing form. So he's phenomenal. I love him. I love the cartoon version. But I am also very excited that they're going to redo him in the, the toy, toy colours yeah. with the yeah. toy with that goofy toy head. <laughs> so bring on, bring on some more Mumra action. Beautiful. Finally, get to shout out my Batwing, but it's not the Batwing you're probably thinking of. It's the Lego eighty nine ah, Batwing yes. set right. number seven six one six one. I got that from my in laws for my thirtieth fortieth birthday. Mm-hmm. Wicked. And that blew me away. Like, that is the biggest set of Lego I've ever built. Comes with the exclusive minifigures, Batman, uh, the um, the Joker in his black and white gear, and uh, the, what, Lawrence? the goon. Yeah, the, Lawrence. The, yeah, with, with, the, his bo- boom with his boombox. That's so cool, man. <laughs> so uh, I just... And it's phenomenal. Like, the, you know, you read on the box, you can mount it on the wall. And yeah. from that moment onwards, that's where I was going to do it. And uh, yeah, so I've got it beautifully posed in the lounge room uh, where I sit and watch TV uh, above my head and it just looks so good, so good. So, yeah. Wonderful. Fantastic. Beautiful. Look, uh, I really wanted to say Galactus. It's, it's, okay. it's absolutely stunning and I love it. And But the one that sort of leaps off the shelf for me is just Modoc. 
No, he's 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 ridiculous, and I think I'm I was reminded of him seeing the latest trailer for Ant Man in Quantumania, uh, because Modoc makes a little guest appearance in there, and it's a ridiculously large head in a floating chair that, and I think it's uh, far superior to the Toy Biz one. There are some where you could make a, a case to say, oh, Toy Biz did this a bit better and more nicer and whatever. I think this one is way more comic accurate. The other one just looked too busy yep. I think in, in his facial features and stuff and this is just a he's just a crazy big guy in a chair and it's uh, yeah I love it great well, cool there's only going to be one option for me to choose boys yes <laughs> if anything other than Galactus comes out of my mouth next you know it's not me sitting in this chair yeah 100% waited all year long and was not disappointed yeah. with the yep. what are, a couple of days before Christmas was, we got the yeah, call yep Yep, yeah, late, late um, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, I, I actually waited until after Christmas before I cracked mine open yep. so I could relax and enjoy the whole experience. Yep. And wow, definitely worth the wait. And yep. all the bonus figures and things are worth it. The, all the Morg tiered. was excellent. Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, just great Frank stuff. It, on, it, it really, really is a great Please tell me figure. someone's put the skull face on him. Uh, I did, and then I sort of had to look where that skull face. Skull face comes from a like a a, com, a comic variant cover, right? Is my understanding of it? Yeah, like it's not like a big part. It looks cool, but then you sort of go, "That's not the kind of no, look I want to." Uh, it's not Skeletor, yeah, mate. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> is it a plate that comes out, or is it a whole new head? No, it's a plate. plate that's a, you yeah. sort of, which is a bit tricky to pull out because there's no real obvious like little tabs or anything to to pull out. Yeah, but it's quite it's quite rubbery and, and sturdy. Okay. But uh, it, look, yeah. that was the first time I've seen it coming into the toy room tonight, yep. Frank, and it it is impressive. It's, it's a it's a real talking point in terms of the size but just the expression on the face mm. and yep. then you start looking at all the detail it's a it's a superb oh, figure honestly when you walk into Frank's toy room it's sort of at the entrance way and yeah. it's like oh your son's in the toy room <laughs> <laughs> it's it's as big as a toddler yeah. it's it's insane it yep. is amazing and uh, the light features i was yep. really impressed with how bright they are mm. and it's not just on the face it goes up into the horns as well mm-hmm. yep. it's just I, i'm i'm genuinely impressed the detail on it that almost should have got best sculpting oh, uh, yeah. as well but uh yeah uh well yeah we better Mate. have better have the best knee joints in the world to yeah. stop him from toppling over like <laughs> uh, i'm going to probably end up putting some sort of hidden yeah. wire you need to, to secure just, him to the wall yeah yes. yep Agreed. All right. Two categories to go. We're almost at the Darren Filso Action Figure of the Year Award. But before we do that, let's take a look at what people think is the best overall toy line of 2022. Matty Teal cannot beat Transformers Kingdom into Legacy Line. And that is a very, very good call. They are some superb figures. Jay Harps has to go to the NECA TMNT Universal Monsters. It is perfect. Have the McFarlane DC solid sculpts and maintaining a good price point. Can't argue with that. Trent Jones, the Netflix CGI He-Man, the Master of the Universe. And I think there is a lot to love about that line um, and some very, very unique designs. So good call on that one. Don Blanco, the NECA TMNT as a whole. And yes, they certainly are nailing it. BC Talk, Marvel Legends specifically the Spider-Man anniversary figures. So that one has certainly got a lot of call-out tonight. Depart Toys, NECA, TMNT, it's not even close. Yeah, they do wonderful things. Um, Malcolm has gone with Transformers Legacy. 
Yes, excellent. Does 10 Necker TMNT X Universal Monsters line. John Caulfield, Mythic Legions. Could it have gone any other way? Absolutely <laughs> brilliant line. Captain Wow. For lines that started in 2022, it's Star Wars Micro Galaxy. Okay, so he's saying if he has to pick a new line. But for existing, it has to be Origins. Yep, good call. Dirty Uncle Mitch. It is McFarlane Multiverse tied with Motu, Masterverse, and WWE Superstars. Fresh goes with WWE Superstars by Mattel. They're a bit closer to the AWA Remco figures in size and scale, but have the magic of the Hasbro. Colin has gone with G.I. Joe Classified. After a rocky start uh, where they tried to go down the Fortnite design, (laughs) they've pivoted, and now we're getting the better uh, designs. And Brett Owen has gone with Universal Monsters by NECA. That got a lot of shout-outs. So probably was, on balance, the winner, NECA TMNT. Yep. 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 Yeah, yeah, mm, definitely. Great calls. Uh, for me, I'm going to vote for the Master Universe Origins toy line. And I'm not by any means all in. I just cherry pick, but there's some really key characters that I picked up last year. Sunman, Pighead, like they are just unobtainable as vintage toys. And for me to pick them up for, you know, 20 bucks off yeah. the shelves, that's just amazing. Uh, you know, um, what's his name? Um, not Modulock. Um, Mantena mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. four four legs. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Like yep. so cool. Uh, I got the three pack of uh, the Sunman and the Rulers of the Sun uh, I, with the um, sumo sumo space sumo space sumo. sumo. Yep. And uh, the the uh, Sunman's got the really cool uh, guile from Street Fighter head, <laughs> uh, the, the, the flat top uh, look. So I actually want, now that I've seen that head, I'm like, oh, I don't like the uh, the regular head anymore. Yep. But uh, I just origins, man. Uh, you know, if you can. Buy them at retail, uh, $21, you're doing bloody well. Yep. And uh, even I bought um, the 2000X figures. I said, no, 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 I don't want them. I don't need them. And then I saw them on the pegs <laughs> uh, and uh, I bought them and I've stacked them in uh, my, behind um, my 2000X stactions uh, on card. So if I ever change my mind and want to put them in the vintage, I can just pick them off the shelf. And, yep. Yeah, so that's my vote. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go second place uh, and these are two lines that I don't really collect but McFarlane it's it's everywhere it's cheap and it's good like do mm. you know what I mean now granted Death Metal Batman is probably not my thing but it's hard to ignore on the shelf if you've got a kid who's or even an adult who's remotely interested in that it's hard it's hard to walk past it but I'm going to go with Origins largely for all the reasons Ben said but you're talking about a line that when it first came out, people were just like, oh, it's the same figures all over again. Oh, look, he can now lift his arm that he couldn't, you know, He-Man couldn't do that before. But they're now moving into, we just had recently announced Frogmonger. Yep. You know, they're, they're, do, they're doing some really left of the middle stuff. And in the same calendar year, they've announced Eternia and Snake Mountain. This is not a line that's going away anytime soon, despite what some people in the industry might tell you. Um, and I just think it's a line that's going from strength to strength. And, the fact that they're now being prepared to branch out into this 2003, 2000X yep. style stuff, they've you know they've got lots more content ahead of them instead of just the regular, you know, sort of figures we're used and, to seeing. And that is the key to yeah. I think its success is keeping it fresh. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit different and say Motu Origins. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the for a whole year. It is literally the only line I've actively pursued and yeah. I've gone out of my way to chase down anything that I can't get and if I find it in retail 
which you can. It is the ultimate buzz to walk into a store and see the exact figure you're looking for. Pick it up up and take it to the register. Yep. Second place for me, Neka TMNT, but I'm giving the win and four from four from Toy Power to Origins. Just the fact it's a complete line and really for the most part, it's at retail. You can get figures, you can get vehicles, you can get play sets. That grayscale is still at Toy World here in the city in Adelaide. Yeah, wow. So that is great to be able to walk in. You can walk into Mad Zombie and pick up the vehicles. You can pick up Stridor and Prince Adam and his Sky Sled. It's the full complete toy line mm. that we grew up with and it's so nostalgic. So well done. You've I think it's I think it's fantastic. Mm. Ben, you've landed, I've landed the big it. one. Whoa. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> Here we go. Drum roll for the Darren Philcell Action Figure of the Year Award. And we'll start off with Tilio. As a Lego Optimus is not an action figure, I will go for the Masterverse 40th He-Man uh, figure. So, well done. Uh, Jay Harps, if I'm being honest, it's hard picking one figure. Yes, that being said, the one I'm coming back to is the Universal Monsters April O'Neil Ooh. as the Bride of Frankenstein. Nice. So, good. That's a, a um, left-field call. I yep. love it. Yep. Uh, have He-Man affordable and great look. Uh, Trent Jones Masterverse CGI He-Man. As previously mentioned, it looks like it jumped straight off the screen. Uh, Don Blanco uh, Necker Wingnut. Hard one to think about, but I think he would have lo- ju- loved just how alive and bulky this dude is. Uh, B-Sealed Talk. I would have said Mezco 112 uh, Collective Classic Wolverine. Uh, he's got like seven heads or whatever. Um, uh, does he change his thing? Uh, it's truly the ultimate Wolverine. Yeah. So that's awesome. So he's lucky locked in Wolverine. I yeah, thought he was going to go yeah, with Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 Uh, DP Part Toys. Uh, NECA TMNT, the last Ronin figure, is yeah. perfect. And, and I presume that's the armoured version because there's right. an armoured and an yes. unarmoured. Yep. 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 Uh, it's uh, the uh, maniacal Malcolm Blitzway oh, Voltron, yes. the perfect blend of animation and toy all in one figure, uh, or is that five? He says. <laughs> uh, I genuinely that's jealous. blown away. Genuinely yeah, yeah. jealous yeah. of that figure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does ten Super Seven Ultimates Team NT Sur- Sewer Surf and Mike? It's a turtle <laughs> variant. Darren actually likes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it is. Yeah. There's one. And uh, Frank's got it in his toy room today, and it's it fantastic. is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, great call out. Uh, Nick G, uh, Nalan Cheel, the modal nods from Star Wars Black Series, a deluxe figure that has a bunch of different instruments uh, so you can make up all the band. Oh, that's from the... He's um, from the uh, cantina. Nice, that's cool. Army build. John. Any guesses? Any guesses? Lord Budrick, autumn-born mythic legions. So that's wicked. Dirty Uncle Mitch, I'm only going on figures I got personally, so it would have to be the Master 40th anniversary He-Man. Master, yeah. Wicked. Fresh. Fresh Monkey Fiction Naughty or Nice Santa Claus. Nice. My affinity for Christmas has certainly swayed my vote, but this is an amazing figure of Santa, and I know Darren would have loved it. Yep. Colin Bentz, I think Darren would have uh, looked for a future figure that spoke to his 10-year-old's self and uh, satisfied with the toy purchases. Um, there's a blah, blah, blah. So the Supermobile. <laughs> the uh, Supermobile. That's yes. cool. that, no, that is a good call. Yeah. 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 Perfect embodiment of vintage and a uh, yeah, one sixth, 164th scale from the 70s. So yeah. there, that's nice. very cool. Uh, Brett Owens, Ninja Turtles, Last Ronin by NECA. Uh, Tony Hopper, Tiger Force Outback. Oh, yes. The good sculpt, call. accessories yeah. and overall look Excellent. of the figure. Uh, 
Corey Darmian. Uh, for me, it was the Neki Cartoon Yusaji Yojimbo. Very close second was the Mondo Battle Cat. Yep. Shout out. Yep. Oliver Jones, Super 7 Muckman with an exclamation mark. Yeah, see, I think I called him out last year. Yep. Yeah. It's so hard with these yeah, releases. The yeah. yeah, but he, yeah, got this, a... he only got his in 2022. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Jonathan Cornelius, uh, Jurassic Park, Harmon Collection, yes. Tyrannosaurus yeah. Rex. That is a very good version of that Rex. The paint apps on that is phenomenal. And the uh, dynamic posing, that yeah. it's beautiful, yeah. Uh, PJ Chapel, Blitzway Voltron, and Mark Stir, uh, Masterverse, New Attorney, Skeletor, and Jada Toys, Invisible Man. Okay, very good. Nice, good selection of, of toys and action figures. Frank, over to you. Well, I've sort of mentioned this figure once or twice tonight and called out the line in particular, but he's standing right in front of me. The I am talking about Slash... Yeah, <laughs> from the Super Seven Ultimates line. Now he's that... going to be my figure of 2024. Yeah, by the time you get him, exactly. you, you and me both. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, when this wave because this wave had what do we have? Ace Duck, uh, Scratch, and Sewer Surf and Mike. Sewer Surf and Mike. In my head, I've I've always had an affinity for that Sewer Surf and Mike. I've still got him complete from my childhood, all the bits and pieces. And so that was the one I was most looking forward to. Scratch. I've got a Scratch figure, so it was whilst it's nice to have that. Um, this this one though blew me away. The bulk and the heft of this figure, it's got all the little nods to the original with the sculpting on the belt that they've turned into weapons, ninja stars that can pop off of that, uh, grenades that he has sculpted onto the original belt. They've really looked at that original figure, dialed it up to eleven. All the the detailing on all parts of him is absolutely wonderful. And I know we've thrown a bit of shade at Super Seven tonight. And that seems to be centered largely around their human-based figures. This guy is anything but human. Um, his alternate head is wonderful as well. He's the only alternate figure I own that can hold all his damn weapons, and that's saying something. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a long time since I've been able to call a turtle the figure of the year. This is not the one I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, uh, the Leo is probably a close second, but there's some issues, particularly around his hands, as far as the joints in them are really tight to get out. You've got to get the hairdryer out and all that. That's probably pipped it in the end. Um, and it's Slash for me. He is the man. Well done. Nice. I am heading back around, and I'm going to choose Galactus. Yeah. Oh, yep. Uh, from day one, when this crowdfund was announced, I was on board... And I have waited all year long. Thankfully, he turned up before we got to the end of the year. Mm. Um, and it is—it blew—it blew me away. It is beyond my expectations. I am so happy with the sculpting, uh, how well he moves, the joints, the ratchet knee joints. It comes together really, really well. I haven't heard anything in the way of negative feedback in no. any great numbers about anyone yeah. in terms of no, quality control and stuff no like, like that. No, like knee joint issues like we nope. had with the Sentinel, yeah. No, nothing like that. So it, it's wonderful to be able to wait so long and anticipate and what you receive, what you open up, is exactly what you want. And Lives up to the height. Yeah. Absolutely. And, of course, to get the three extra figures included uh, as a part of the crowd uh, fundraising, amazing. Figure yeah. of the year for me. Wonderful. Well done. I'm just going to pass that slash. That is incredible. Uh, and a worthy winner, and so is Galactus. My winner, funnily enough, is a NECA TMNT from the comic book line, which I love and hold very dear. That comic book line have been collecting since the Four Turtles came out back, yep. I think, in sort of 2008-ish, and was so happy when they released that four-pack as part of one of the con exclusives and got my shredder and some of the Foot Clan 
Haven't got my Fugitoid this year. I do believe he did come out, but he isn't included. So I had to give it to the Utrom that is essentially what then inspired Krang mm. in the Fred Wolf cartoon series. The, the cell kind of cell shading or the comic book shading to make him look metallic is done absolutely beautifully. The alt head with the wire and the battle damage is just incredible. But what tops this off is the little Utrom in there. He's got so much character. That just he just looks like a drawing. He just looks like that that Eastman style yep. of of Nailed sort it. of yeah, just the the sketching work that he does, and and the the accessories he comes with one of those very signature blasters that you can just picture that shot where he's lining it up and we're shooting to you as the viewer reading that comic strip. Absolutely nailed it for me. Little bit, if I give it one criticism, articulation is probably a little bit stiff, mm. but I can get him into all the pose I like, so that's all good for me. Yep. So, well done, Necker. You've done it again. Fantastic call out. Love it. And um, looking at it right now, and uh, I wouldn't think such sunken eyes on yep. the uh, yeah. Utrom would be a good idea, but seeing it in person and seeing how it works, it really does uh, create an extra effect and an extra. Uh, depth to yep. the uh, figure. Uh, it's really, really well done. I can see why you've given it that vote, that high esteem Darren Philcell vote. For me, um, I'm going to. Ha- oh, this is a bit of an influencer one. We had a guest on last year and he came on and shout, praised his uh, favourite toy line and he's been very, uh, you know, quite vocal of his favourite toy line throughout the session. And that was, of course, John Clawfield. And <laughs> through a conversation I was having with my girls about uh, what Christmas movies to watch and what ones we steer clear of, uh, you know, being bad Santa and things. And mm-hmm. Krampus came up. And, of course, I said that within the vicinity of my phone. So then when I looked, saw some <laughs> Facebook ads... Uh, the Krampus uh, figure uh, obscure came up, and it wasn't the black one, the original one. It was in fact the red one, the reissue for 2022 that I didn't really know kind of existed or mm. was what the deal was. And uh, uh, John did say there was a um, little coin company out of Melbourne that had the rights to yes. sell Mythic oh, Legions. Yep. Okay. And of course, you know, because my phone was so, you know, interested in what I was saying <laughs> at the time, it essentially directed me to that um, website <laughs> yep, and they great. pretty much had it in stock. So within, you know, three weeks turnaround of me, you know, saying that and looking at it and thinking about it overnight and things and, you know, <laughs> sort of one of those toys that, you know, John's going to hate me for saying this, but I think I can just collect the one figure and be, you know, one and done yep. with it. It's not, it's not, you know, a horse, headless horseman that I have to find that much, uh, you know, foot space uh, signature for. Like, uh, it's just one and done. It's my tribute to, you know, uh, evil villains and, you know, bad Christmas and stuff like that. Uh, so I did get it and, it, the you know, best sculpting, articulation, yep. uh, all the pin joints are hidden. Like, it is phenomenal that uh, you get extra things in the bag and stuff all these cloth goods like bells little charm bells that i didn't think you could even exist are shrunken <laughs> down to in scale with this six inch figure nice. it is just phenomenal and uh, i'm glad i like the red color red is my you know traditional favorite color if anyone not, um asked me uh so yeah i i, I really love it and it, it just blew me away if it, 
photographs beautifully. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I just shoot the uh, camera towards it and it takes beautiful photos. So <laughs> that that is my figure of the year. Nice. And uh, it's something that I can almost one and done, you know, yep. with. But, uh, I, you know, a bit of a tribute to John. And uh, also, um, you know, I can see why so many people praise Mythic Legions, but uh, this figure obscure line is sensational. Maybe so. just start with, you know, if they do like an Easter themed figure. Well, that'd be know, cool. Like, like Donnie Darko yeah. style, you know. You can just be the seasonal yeah. Mythic Legion mm. connect, collector. Yeah. yeah, I don't have the <laughs> footprint space to put a horse or anything. And, and it was a, a trouble... Yeah, trouble squeezing that one. <laughs> Even Cosmic Legions, I'm like, I can't go in for that big, you know, oh, the massive um, yeah. globbly looking character. Like yeah, he's yeah. just enormous. The warden. Uh, and and it, this new round of um, Alithia, like all those skeleton characters are that really so speaking good. to me. But I'm just like, I just don't have the room. I'm putting that money that like, you know, I think, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Straight into vintage toys. Yeah. And uh, that's where... That's where my passion lives, and um, yeah, there's an end date with <laughs> vintage toys. Whereas you know these new ones could go on forever, and I hope they do. So, good luck. Well said. That's it. I think we did it. There cool. it is. That's the oh, end. It's, uh, well, that's Excellent. great. Look, I love getting the diversity. Like yeah. that is amazing to hear. You know, this is what toys are a very personal thing, and I think that's great that that comes out. But what's also very interesting is when. There's a there's a real run on mm. one particular um, topic, Shout out. Yeah. yeah. So that yep. that's also interesting to see. So thank you so much for everyone that voted in the Toy Power 2022 Best of Awards. That is sensational to get that input, and we thank you very much for your time in collating those answers. Also, shout out, uh, we've just also recently welcomed a new Patreon into the fold. I'm just looking up the their name because uh it is dave lepatino there you go but uh, it could i also read that as davel apatino i'm pretty, but sure, I it's pretty sure it is dave dave, yeah. dave so welcome dave great to have you on board um dave does talk a little bit about what he's into he's into you know the the sort of similar sort of stuff to a lot of people got back into collecting classics we've classics all been there. <laughs> yeah that's it and he's is from a the fan US of in chicago yep so you're in chicago mezco gij classifieds into turtles necker gargoyles universal monsters <laughs> he's oh, you're in good snowball. company you're in good, <laughs> good company here my friend so welcome to the the patreon page that's it for this welcome Ooh. back. It's great to be back in the chair. Thank you, Frank, for hosting again. No great to see you, gentlemen. Um, thank you to all our patrons for your ongoing support and for everyone for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. We hope you stay well, stay safe, and take care. We'll see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. ToyPowerPodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.